Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's Edward Davis from Checkmate Sports, and welcome to 2022. Last year, matter of fact, the past two years have been absolutely crazy, but thank God we made it to the other side, all right? Now, one of my New Year's resolutions was to start a YouTube channel. Uh, we, we already have the podcast that you're listening to right now, but we wanted to do something different where we bring, you know, bring the guest in, no more doing Zooms, you know, try to, you know, you know, get back to some sense of normalcy. Um, but anyway, we, we got a awesome guest to start off the year, um, Oliver Davis. He is the number one DB trainer in the industry. Okay, how good is he? Deion Sanders only allows one DB trainer to train his son. Guess who that is? It's Oliver Davis, okay? He trains Jalen Ramsey, J.C. Horn. I mean, this guy is well-connected in the industry. Now, you're probably wondering, great for him, but why is that important for me? Because if you out here recruiting athletes, and you're recruiting DBs, you need to have some type of relationship with guys um, like like Oliver. And the reason why is because, you know, these guys are, you know, follow Oliver and they say, oh, wow, you know, he's one of the top trainers. I want to train with him. If you're an agent and you don't have a relationship with a trainer like that, it's going to be really, really hard to recruit that guy, which is why I wanted to uh, introduce you to him, other uh, other trainers like, like him. That way you are uh, prepared. So without further ado, let's go ahead and get into it. So the big question is this. How are sports agents like you and I, who didn't cheat and take money from big time investors, who are spending money from our own pockets, how do we compete in a way that lets us get our message, services, and the things that we believe out to the world, and yet still remain profitable? That is the question, and this podcast is going to give you the answer. My name is Edward Davis, and welcome to Sports Agent Secrets. Just to give y'all a, you know, just a rundown of who I am and what I do. Mm -hmm. uh, grew up in a small town called Midland, Texas, uh, okay. in West Texas. Okay. Uh, you know, always been football, everything there. You know, mm -hmm. I, I, if you've seen the movie Friday Night Lights, mm -hmm. you know, that's where I'm from. So okay. that, that may be why the football is so deeply embedded in me. Okay. So all I, you know, ever knew was, you know, go outside, toss a football around. So uh, long story short, man, I moved to always play ball. I moved to Georgia uh, when I was in the eighth grade, so I think it was like 2003. Okay. Um, that summer, and you know, made the transition. You know, I love Georgia. It's it's a great place, and it's also got some great football here too. So it kind of, you know, matched up with what I what my my ambitions were mm -hmm. at the time. But I always played ball, man. Played at uh, North Cobb High School in Kennesaw, okay. uh, Georgia. Had a good run in high school. Uh, you know, my senior uh, year, we were the number one team in the state of Georgia. Uh, we went 10-0 that year, re region champs. Fell a little short in the playoffs, but all in all, it was a good run. You know, I ended up signing a D1 scholarship to Georgia Southern University, and uh, it was about 13 of us signed to Division One schools out of my senior class. So, nope. you know, I was blessed to be a, a part of something great. And, uh, you know, the tradition is continues on because I believe this past year they just won their third uh, region championship in a row. So, you okay. know, it's good football there. Uh, but, uh, you know – Played in my, my freshman year, I played at Georgia Southern, you know, kind of trying to feel my way through. Okay. Had, had, had a little, you know, a couple rock, a little bumps in the road, but, you know, ended up finding my way, mm -hmm. found a new school. I went to, uh, you know, Carson Newman. I transferred to Carson Newman University okay. in Tennessee, you know, where that's where I, you know, spent the majority of my career. That's where I graduated from. Okay. Um, three time, all, uh, not all American, three time all, all sack. Okay. Selection there. Okay. Um, at Carson Newman, and I just actually got uh, uh, inducted to the All Decade team. You know, wow! Last year. Yeah, congratulations. Yeah, appreciate you. Yeah. Uh, last year they uh, they came out with an with an All Decade team. Mm -hmm. I was blessed to be a part of that list. So wow. You know, I I kind of left my stamp there. It's a good football school. Uh, you know, Division two level, but mm -hmm. you know, you're gonna play some good ball. Mm -hmm. Played against plenty of guys who you know went on and played in the NFL and out of that conference. So. Uh, after college, uh, long story short, my my senior year of eligibility at Carson Newman was actually denied. Um, it's kind of confusing because mm -hmm. you know, at Georgia Southern, I played in a couple of games right. as, a, as a freshman. Now they got different rules that they had mm -hmm. back then, but I played in a couple of games as a freshman. And, uh, you know, I transferred to Carson Newman thinking I got four years to play. Okay. And, you know, going into my last year at Carson Newman, 
Uh, I was a preseason All-American. It just seemed like everything was just clicking. You know, you didn't put that work in. Right. And you building up for that last shot, that mm-hmm. last go round. And, you know, they hit me with the news. NCAA compliance hit me and told me that they were they were charging me for, you know, the year at Georgia wow. Southern. Wow. To, you know, count towards that. So I got that. You got to think this is spring ball. Mm-hmm. So I'm, th- I'm already geared towards spring ball, fall. Pro day and all that stuff happens during spring. Right. So, you know, my pro day was already gone. Right. So I was, you know, I got I got snubbed with that. Uh, we tried to appeal it three different times, uh, lost all three. So, you know, my my I didn't know exactly. I know all I ever wanted to do, to do was play ball, and especially on Sundays. Mm-hmm. So my goal, once they told me the news and, you know, I was pretty much at ground zero coming from a Division two school. Right. And also being, you know, a little undersized as yeah. a player. You know, yeah. when you talk about, start talking about NFL, they mm-hmm. start looking, looking for, you know, certain caliber, certain stature Except, type guys. Yeah. So, you know, I needed everything. I need, I needed my senior year. Right. I needed the pro day. I needed the senior bowl. Right. And, yeah. you know, like thinking about it as a kid, I'm 20, I think I was 22 at the time. So I'm a kid thinking mm-hmm. like, you know, what do I do next? So all I ever knew to do was grind. So I told myself, I said, you know, one day, I don't know if I'm gonna be a coach. I don't know what it's gonna be, but I feel like I'm gonna be in a position of leadership. Mm. So I said, you know, how how could I, uh, you know, tell that group of people, whatever that may be, mm-hmm. to, to you know, go after their goals full 100% mm-hmm. if I never did it myself. So, right. you know, I dedicated that to myself and, you know, I just started grinding, bro. And I ain't know nothing else better to do. I was grinding. Uh, I was already, by, I was prepared to graduate that May. Mm-hmm. So, you know, this is all like probably February, March leading up to graduation. So I was like, I ain't got nothing else to do. I'm already set to graduate. I'm just going to set me a little regiment and I'm going to get to it. And that's exactly what I did. And uh, I started going all around the country, man, because I didn't know what else to do right. to get on. I, so I go. I started going all around the country to uh, to CFL workouts. Okay. And, uh, you know, I went to my first couple CFL workouts. And hold on, hold on. Before you go into that, because that's I definitely want to transition into that CFL life. But a lot of people who watch this show, they they experience what you just experienced, the, the adversity. Mm-hmm. But most people give up. So I'm curious, what was it in you that gave you that desire to say, you know what, this might not have worked, but I'm I'm, I'm gonna keep going. Like, what was it in you? Because I, I've seen a lot of guys from when I played, from just people who want to become agents. The first sign of adversity, they give up, they just stop. You know, and I'm curious, what was it that gave you just to just to keep going? Uh, I just. To be honest, I love the game just that much. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I think okay. it was the love. Mm-hmm. And it was also just just me being true to myself. You know what okay. I'm saying? Like, I, I always been a person that I'm fine with the way things turn out because I know I gave everything 100%. I had. So I put, you know what I'm saying? I mm-hmm. put that much effort into it to where if it don't happen, that just wasn't God plan for me. Okay. So my, my thing was it was the love. And it was also just. I always had a weird feeling about myself. I was like, I'm gonna be somebody one day. Like, I don't know what I'm gonna be. Okay. But I'm just, I'm gonna be somebody. Mm-hmm. And that's, and that's the confidence that I always had in me. And I never, when it came to ball, I never really had issues like that as far as, you know, being able to compete. Like, I always, I played with guys that, like, like we already spoke about, I played with guys that went on and played in the NFL. Mm-hmm. I'm five, five players off my, off my high school team ended up playing in the NFL. So, wow. you know what I'm saying? So I've been around that type of, Talent. talent and mm-hmm. I've never had issues to where mm-hmm. I couldn't compete. So in my mind, it was just like, hey, if you really feel you belong, then you know, prove it. You know right. what I'm saying? So that was that was kind of my mentality. Like, I'ma run through a wall before I just lay down and say this is it. Right. I had a bunch of film, you know, I was all conference every year. I just had a bunch of receipts to to show, you know, what I had going on. Okay. I, throughout my college career, I was uh I think all three years I finished top top ten in the nation and, and passes def- uh, defended. Wow! I had ten over ten career interceptions, mm-hmm. um, punt return, kick return, yard average. I was always at the top mm-hmm. in the, you know in my level. So I was like, man, if I'm if I'm performing like this, it got to be something. Right. So what I did was I started going all around the country just to CFL workouts. I would just go online and Google. Uh, Saskatchewan workout or, mm. you know, Ottawa red, black workout, just mm-hmm. whatever the team name was and workout. And it would pop up right. what, you know, the cities that they would be in mm-hmm. and, and boom, I just started going all around, bro. And in the midst of me doing that, a couple of NFL teams reached out when they found out, you know, you know, I wasn't going to be having to actually having a senior year. So 
the Chiefs came to see me, the Buffalo Bills came to see me, uh, and that was it. It was two teams that came to see me. They got my measurables, height, weight, you know, they do the hand, yeah. the, the wingspan. But in my mind, it's like they can't really get the real me unless they put me through drills, unless right. they put me on the whiteboard. Right. You know, because I'm not going to be the guy who's going to run 4-3. Right. That's going to be six foot one. Right. You know right. what I'm saying? Right. So I did what I did. They, they timed me in the 40. I want to say I run like a 4-5-2 and oh, a 4-5-8. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Not yeah. slow, but they're yeah, looking for they a four, guy three. my stature. 4-3. Yeah, four, uh, low 4-4 low <laughs> four, four yeah. or better. So mm -hmm. that pretty much wrote me off, you know, from the NFL standpoint. Uh, but like I say... I went to ten different cities, bro, and, mm -hmm. and and that and and it was a hundred dollars a workout, mm. and that's not even including travel and you know cost of eating and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. During you got to eat, you mm -hmm. you there for a day or two. You're not just pulling up the day of the workout. You're trying to play it smart, get there, get some good rest that night, then go to the workout the next day. But, bro, I was killing every workout. Like I, I literally, it got to the point where you know, because it's a small world. In certain worlds, yeah. So guys that that's trying to get on, you are gonna end up seeing, seeing everybody. Seeing him at the last workout, I seen him at the last, and that's how, and that, my reputation started doing that. Okay. And I I would always wear Cleveland Browns gear because one of my close friends Buster Screen, okay, still playing in the league year eleven. Wow. But, um, you know we, we was cool in high school. We kind of bonded and always kept close. He would just you know shoot me his little gear at the time. He that's was what's up. playing for Cleveland, so you know I'm rocking the gear. They thinking I got yeah. I, I'm, I'm an ex NFL guy, <laughs> right? And so like I want to say my third or fourth workout because I would go to these workouts and just kill it, bro. Not get no balls caught on. You know how it go. They, yeah. they start you out with the testing and then they roll you into the position drills mm -hmm. and then they roll you into one on ones. And mm -hmm. what they would do at every workout, you had a number on. Right. So they would cut it down because you know it might be two, three hundred guys out here. Right. How can they really evaluate? Right. So they would, they would, they would get the numbers from the forties um, and the times, uh -huh. and they would match it up with how you did in position drills, and they would cut it. And pretty much, if you don't make the cut, you don't even get to get to the point to compete. Right. So I was making the cuts every time. So I'm like, man, what are they actually doing with my, like, what's going on? Like, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm handling my business, and one coach just pulled me aside. I forget what team it was. I want to say it was the. Uh, it don't matter. It was a yeah. CFL team. Okay. It was a CFL team. And the coach pulled me aside and said, bro, you really got game. Like, who are you? And I kind of just, just like I'm telling you, started yeah. telling him my story. And he's like, man, that's unfortunate. He said, you really got game. Like, I can see you playing on Sundays. He said, you know what? I'm going to be real with you. At these CFL workouts, we normally don't sign guys off the street. We more so look for guys that already have pro experience, whether that be AFL, whether that be ex-NFL, whether mm -hmm. that be CFL. Mm -hmm. We want guys that, with experience. We don't right. want guys fresh out. So right. he kept 100 with me and he said, you know what? Go to a few AFL workouts. I feel like, you know, you'll get signed. And right. boom, I went to Philly Soul. I went to uh, New Orleans Voodoo. I went to uh, Jacksonville Sharks. And then I finally got a call from... Uh, the Cleveland Gladiators, they called me okay, and um, they said, hey, man, uh, you know, I got your information from another coach. He said you could play. I want you to come up to Cleveland on, you know, whatever date and compete. I want to see. And I said, listen, coach, with all due respect, like I've been to nine workouts. By this time, I've been to nine workouts. I said, man, if you if you really want to know, uh, you know, about me, I said, call this coach, this coach. I'm naming all the coaches in the AFL that I'm sure he can get in contact with. Right. If you don't know them because they're in the same league. And, you know, he said, you know, and I said, I got film. It's not like I'm just out here trying out. I'm fresh out of college. I got film from high school to college, whatever you want to see. Right. And he said, send me a film. I'm a call. He said, I actually know some coaches. I'm a call. Them. Okay. I said, cool. Send him my film. Ten minutes later, he called me right back. He said, hey, man, I got a private workout in Birmingham, Alabama in two weeks. Wow. Uh, I only got one contract, but I got eight, eight guys coming if you want to come to compete for it. And I just like this on the phone. I said, okay, it's mine. Say no more. And hung up. Wow. And two weeks later, I was in Birmingham, Alabama, and I and I didn't get one ball caught on me. I ran, I remember the day I ran 449. Mm. I ran a six what in the L. I was something fast. I ran like a six, six, six one in the L. I ran under four seconds in the shuttle. I was like a three-nine in the shuttle. And I just had an overall great day. And, and he told me, he was like, hey man. I mean, everything you said that you was going to do, you did. So I'm going to bring you to camp. Like, I want to sign you. And boom, I, that's how, you know, I ended up playing in the AFL for two years. Wow. Dealt with an injury bug. But that's kind of my, you know, how I handled my adversity. You know, I had the option to just lay down and just take it for what it was and go find a job. But, you yeah. know, I furthered my career and I just kept doing what I love to do. And that's ball. So, you know, 
that ain't the easiest route, right? But, you know, that's a route. That's it, a it's route. possible. You know right. what I'm saying? Because I'm, I'm, I, I, I had no, and the the blessing of it all is. I'm still connected with these guys. Some of them in the NFL, right. Right. some of them in the CFL, and now I'm getting my guys on through, through them. me having mm-hmm. to go through and, and really pretty much move a mountain. You know what I'm wow. saying? So it was all a blessing, you know? You said a lot right there, man. I want to unpack that because first I want to talk about how you invested in yourself. You know, I talk to a lot of people and they, you know, they want to come into the industry, but they don't understand that it costs. Yeah. It costs. Yeah. You know, everybody wants to work in the sports industry. Mm-hmm. Everybody, this is everybody's dream. Right. You can't just do it for free. You know, I mean, if you got the right last name, the right best friend, it could work. Yeah. But most people don't have that. Exactly. So if you're trying to get into the game, you it's you gotta pay to play, you know, in in a sense. So for you two to to say, you know what, I'm investing myself, I'm a you know pay to get these workouts what what gave you that insight because most people don't understand that uh i'm gonna be honest bro my life just been an underdog story okay so i always had to go get you know okay. what i'm saying so okay. i really didn't know no better is what i'm saying so long story short bro. whatever it takes long story short because my story's so long man i could give y'all so much uh-huh. i'm gonna just i'm gonna just i'm gonna, I'm gonna go back just for a second mm-hmm. um Moved to Georgia, moved into like a powerhouse area. The team, I, the team I came to in middle school, undefeated. Okay, nobody could really mess with them. So I came into a situation that really was already set. Mm-hmm. So they had their guys. In right. other words, so I played varsity football. I didn't start on varsity until my senior season. Mm. So you got to think I'm wow. behind the eight ball again. <laughs> right. I'm behind right. the eight ball. Right. I wanted to transfer so bad, but something in me was like, no, I can play here. Okay. I'm not finna cop out and go to another school just because I know I can. Like, I'd rather stay right here and compete where we moved to, right here, North yeah. Cobb High School, you okay. know? And that was my goal, and that was just how I was built up. I, you know, I just always had that grit about me. Like, I'm gonna get it done, I'm gonna get it done, I'm gonna find a way, and I'll always study the greats. And and one thing I picked up, Kobe Bryant mm. is one of my favorite athletes of all time, yeah, and, what I, and what I always took from Kobe was his approach to the game. Mm-hmm. And I was like, if somebody as great as Kobe is getting up at 3 a.m., putting in two, three workouts a day. Who am I to not put in that type of work? And I ain't even got Kobe Brown, Bryant talent. You know right. what I'm saying? So right. I was just a smart kid. Mm-hmm. I was, a, I would observe, I would understand like, like you say, you come into an industry, it's, 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 it's work that's gotta get put in if you wanna get to a certain level. Mm-hmm. So my senior season, bro, I kid you not. My junior year, I used to cry myself to sleep after every Friday night, bro. Mm-hmm. It hurt so bad not being able to play, but knowing you was better than the man in front of you. But for whatever reason, the coaches didn't trust me. You know Politics. what I'm saying? Like, and I'm the only DB who went D1 mm. from my high school in my era. Like <laughs> the four years I was there, yeah. I'm the only person that went division one wow. at DB. Wow. So it's like, what what did I have to? I guess I just had to really go down even deeper. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And, and that's what I would do, man. After my dad bought me a weight set. And bro, I kid you not, I would dress out. I played special teams as a junior. Mm-hmm. Kick off, you know, yeah. chump change minutes they'd give me. Right. Or somebody go down, hurt or something, I go in. But bro, I would literally go to the house. Soon as I would get home, I'm right into a workout. Right into a workout. Whatever it is, upper body, lower body, crunches. I'm I'm doing that junk until I'm until I can't do it no more. And then I'm going to bed. And that was my routine. And it just carried over into the spring. And that spring, I was like, my time finally here, bro. Ain't nobody taking my time from me. And they gonna feel me. Mm-hmm. I'm not finna approach it in a nice way. Like, I don't care if you my teammate. I don't care who you are, bro. You gonna have to pay for me having to sit and watch y'all have fun. And I'm right. over here faking okay. like I'm having fun. But like, let's be clear. If you are really a competitor, you, you, wanna, you wanna be one of those 11. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. They can say rah-rah, they can say team all they want to. If you're really a competitor, you wanna be on the turf. Most definitely. So. You know, my, I had a great spring, went right into it, balled out. Um, we, the 707 isn't, it wasn't as glorified as it is now. You can yeah. really get offers and stuff off 707 right. now. But back then, you know, we would have our West Georgia and we would have, you know, a couple specific camps we would go to as a high school. Mm-hmm. And this is when I really knew I was, I had arrived and I was like, the work I already put in. I'm just ready. I'm just waiting on the games to come. Mm. And we, it was that summer. We went to a Falcon 707 camp. And this is all the best teams in Georgia. Okay. All the best teams in Georgia in one spot. 
seven on seven and I balled out. When I tell you I I never been that locked in and never been that just the plays I was making, mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I believe in the work now. Like I, I always put the work in wondering how I could you know, is it really is it really working? Is mm-hmm. it really and that was my chance to really compete against people I had. No, I didn't know. I didn't know how they ran routes. I didn't, because you know, your teammates, you get, you get to figuring them out. Like, yeah. I know he got speed. Yeah. I know he got quickness. Right. I know these guys, I don't know, but I know they can ball. Right. And that's where I received my first offer at, at, a, at, a, at a Falcon 7-on-7 camp. I didn't even know a coach from Tennessee State was there. Wow. And he was watching me the whole time. And he watched the first day. You know how 7-on-7 you play. Yeah. You get your place that first day. Then that second day, they they do the little brackets, one C, two C, all that, and then you it's single elimination. Gotcha. So he said, "I've been watching you all day. You really catch my, you really caught my eye." He said, "But I'm gonna come back tomorrow. I want to see how you play with everything on the line. Like, okay. if y'all lose, you go home." Mm-hmm. And bro, I went back out there that next morning, no sweat, bro, and and did my thing. And you know, oh, right nah. then and there, he told me, "He's like, hey man, I don't know if you would consider coming to Tennessee State, but you know, you got a full ride here." And you know, the paperwork back then, you know, you get the actual paperwork right, right then and there. So right. he was like, you know, the paperwork, everything will be sent and mailed to your house. And I was like, cool. So that was like my first testament of like- Coming out party. Yeah, yeah. like, okay, okay. You know, the work paying off. Mm-hmm. You know, the work paying off. Cause I used to always tell my mom, like, you're not gonna pay for my school. Okay, That was just my thing. Like, mom, you're not paying for my school. Like, mm-hmm. you're not gonna have to do it. And I don't know if she believed me or, you know, she was just like, oh, you know, this is my son, so I yeah. support him. Yeah. But I just, that was my mindset. and. Long story short, bro, I had, bro, the, the first five games, I think I had three picks of that season. The first five games, I think I had three picks, two to the house, and it was all she wrote. The rest is history. It just started picking up. It just started picking up, and, you know, the Georgia Southerns came, the different schools like right. that. I even had, you know, I went to, at the time, Georgia Southern was D1AA. Right. But I went there, you know, over, I had Kent State, that was D1A, okay. mid-major. Uh-huh. Uh, New Mexico State and I also had Fresno State. Okay. But those schools were just so, so far. far. And it was like, what am I really chasing when I feel like Georgia Southern, if those schools link up, that can go either way. You know, right. you know what I'm saying? Right. At the time, Kent State was like 0 and 12. So yeah. it's like, am I really just chasing that level? <laughs> right. Or what's up? But I already knew, you know, Georgia Southern played good ball, App State. Yeah. You know, the teams in their conference, right. the UTCs at the time. Right. So it was people going to the leagues. I'm like, look, I went to my visit to Georgia Southern, I fell in love. And boom, I committed on spot, but that was just my story. You know, I put the work in, and it only took eleven games. Like, wow. I, t- I and I love that I had to go through that because because what I do today, mm-hmm. when kids come to me and they and they and they down and they frustrated, I'm like, listen, bro, this ain't a story I can't tell you. I done lived it. Right. I, I was the kid. I right. was the kid that didn't get to start to his senior. Year. That was me. I was a kid that didn't have a like. Where coaches was coming to the school. Like, did you transfer in? Cause mm-hmm. they they just couldn't fathom that I was that good in one year. Right. Like, what's the difference between last year? Like, why didn't you play? And I'm looking at them like, I Duh. don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But I've been here for four years. Right. And just like, well, glad I found you. you know? Right. So that's just how it went, man. And I ended up having over ten, you know, ten Division One places to go for free. So you know, that's my story, and that and that's a real story. You know right. what I'm saying? Of just somebody committing to the craft and having faith before I even really knew what faith was. You know what I'm saying? Like, wow. cause a lot of people that, like you say, mm-hmm. they don't really have faith in what mm-hmm. they doing. Mm-hmm. So when they hit a wall, mm-hmm. they're like, oh, this ain't for me. I'm gonna find something else to do. Mm-hmm. Versus really like, nah, send back, observing, studying a little bit. Maybe let me go check out what this person did that worked for them. Let me go mm-hmm. check out, mm-hmm. like do your due diligence before you just back out of there and say, mm-hmm. this ain't for me. You know what I'm saying? And you know, God bless me, bro. And I and I got to go, go to school for free, you know, off only 11 games. And, like a lot of things had to go right for, for that to work. I had right. to stay healthy. Yeah. A lot of things had to go right, but you know, I obviously it was meant to be. But Amen. that's that's that I said all that to tie in, you know, what made me keep going at the end of my college career. It was right. similar. Right. And not to even to let you know how I was getting my offers. I was doing my own recruitment. Right. Like wow. we had other guys and stuff mm-hmm. like that, but I wasn't one of the favorites to where let me get on this phone and oh, we got a corner, man. It wasn't that going on for me. So what I found out was, okay, cool. I'm gonna get it. I'm not gonna make no excuses. I'm, I'm just, my dad was a, a hard worker, bro. And I never seen him make excuses. So that was my role model. And I'm like, if pop ain't making excuses, like what I'm making excuses for. Right. I'm good. It ain't like I, I'm, we getting evicted and stuff. Like I got food at the house. Whatever I need for my people, they willing to help. So I said, cool. I said, pop, this is all I need from you. 
I just need you to buy me some CDs. I said, I'm gonna make my own highlight tape. Wow. I'm gonna start emailing the coaches on my own. Okay. And that's what I did. I would I was emailing coaches. I was sending my tape everywhere, bro. I'm talking Wyoming, everywhere. Everywhere. Like, New Mexico didn't even have a contact to our school. They to to our coach. Right. You know, normally they got a contact, they yeah. hitting the coach up, like, yo, I got this tape of so-and-so talk to me. Bro, they wanted me to offer me a scholarship and had no contest and no athletics. They called the school. Wow. And the, one of the administrators called my phone after school one day and was like, hey, Oliver, it's so-and-so. Uh, New Mexico State called uh, the, the front office and said they want to offer you a, a scholarship. You want to go there? And I was like, I mean, I'm going to consider it. Yeah. yeah. But that's what I did, bro. I would email coaches. I would text coaches. I was sending my film. I was, key, I was literally giving them receipts and tabs on what I was doing. So after... You know, three, four games, I'll make a tape. Mm. After another three, four games, I'll make a tape. Like, these are my progressions. I was smart enough to know, like, coaches go by progression. Let me see how you look game one through three, and then let me see how you look game three through six, and then let me see how you finish that backstretch. Right. And I just picked up on this, bro, at wow. a young age, and that's how I got recruited, bro. I did everything on my own. <laughs> like That's dope, man. Yeah, and I still got those relationships. You wow. know what I'm saying? It's just – it's it's – I don't know what they call it, gift the gab. I don't know. I, just, I, I it's a hustler, whatever you yeah, want to call grit. it, bro. It's grit. Yeah, I just wanted to be successful, and I didn't, and I knew it was, it, it was always a, a way. And you know, that's kind of how I tied in from you know high school to college. So, we 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 hear you, we know your backstory now. Now, after you know, let's fast forward to the success. Mm-hmm. You know, after you know, football is done. You say, okay, that window is done. What now? What made you go into becoming a trainer? And what was that first moment where, you know, you said, you know what? Th- this could be the future Something. for me. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to be real with you. Uh, It was hints of it throughout my life, but mm-hmm. I didn't, you know, I didn't really know what was, what it was, they were saying this stuff to me for. But, you know, you piece stuff together afterwards. Okay. And you start seeing stuff. But at my graduation at Carson Newman, my head coach, uh, Hall of Fame coach, top five most winners coach uh, all time. Rest okay. in peace, Ken Sparks. Okay. But he told me at my graduation, you got a thing about you. Like you, 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 he said in my 30 some years of coaching, I've never seen white and black players respond to one person. He said, mm. you know, just keeping it real. Like, yeah. you know, normally the white guys yeah. listen to the white guys. Yeah. The black guys be in their corner. They listen to their little leader or whatever the case may be. Yeah. But he said, when you speak, Everybody listen. Everybody wow. react. And he said, I just, in, in my time coaching, I just haven't quite seen that type of respect for, you know, a person. And I just told him, I said, coach, they respect me because I I do everything that I'm supposed to do and some. So it's like, mm-hmm. if he's saying it, what can I really say back right. when I know he's putting, putting in the work. two times the work I'm putting in? Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's just how I always been. But that was my first kind of hint mm-hmm. when he told me about the people. And my dad, you know, I got a job. My dad, pretty high up in Coca-Cola, got me a job with Coca-Cola. I'm okay. grinding. I'm grinding. So that was my first job. My first real job was a merchandiser at Coca-Cola, bro. Okay. You didn't know that's grit work. That's, <laughs> that's bottom of the barrel. That That's that's about low as it go. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. So, it, and it was cool. I understood, like, where I was at, but... I was doing. I did that for two years, and I and I did, and I and I thrived in that. You know, and every, everything I've done, bro, I, I thrived in that because I, I just understood that the hard work and discipline would separate you. Period. Mm. No matter what you're doing, but my dad would just, you know, I sit there and watch my dad like I always have since I was a kid. And just one day, it was one Saturday or Sunday. I don't know what it was. I just I'm calling stuff out. I'm like, Dad, watch for this, watch for that, and it would happen. Mm. He would be like. You know way too much about this game to not be involved with the game. Right. You know what I'm saying? And that's how he would talk to me. He would just be like, you need to just try to be, train kids. He's like, there's so many kids out here, you know, who need your help and you can right. kind of help develop. And my college DB coach would do the same things. He would come, you know, back and recruit. Okay. And he'd take, every time he come to Atlanta, like, you know, like they hit different cities and stuff. Mm-hmm. When he would come to Atlanta, he'd just take me to lunch. Mm. And um, one day we got, we we you know, we went to lunch and, he just told me, he said, man, you know what I'm noticing? There's so many DBs that I'm recruiting, they don't even know like what they're doing. Mm. Like they're playing a position, but he said nine times out of ten, they're high school just running man to man. So they yeah. just they don't know anything they about the position. They just chasing a man around. Right. And he was like, with your knowledge and your passion for the game, and you should really think about, you know, either coaching or 
you know, figuring out a way to start your own thing and just train these kids as like a private coach because you know a lot about the game. Because I would help my teammates in college. Like mm-hmm. I would, we would watch film together. If they didn't know what something was, I would break it down. And I was sitting, I was sitting in the D line meetings, the linebacker meetings, because I wanted to know everything. I didn't want gotcha. to just know what the DBs do. I want to know why. What is loop? What is twist? What is twirl? What is Sammy? What is Willie? Mm. These are all terms that are linebacker and, and fronts. Right. You know what I'm saying? And D-line terms. And I wanted to know. I'm like, why am I sitting in a meeting? I don't even know what they talking about. Mm. You know, because when you're in a team meeting, the defensive coordinator yeah, is going to talk to everybody. Mm-hmm. Even though he might not be talking to your group, you listening. And I used to be like, bro, why, why don't I know, you know, these different things? Mm-hmm. So, um, my coach just remembered that. And he was like, man, you, you you really been already teaching when you were young. You just didn't know it. You didn't know you were actually teaching. You know, right. I was helping my teammates out. And, bro, it just went into just trying it. And, and you know what the crazy thing about it is? What's that? In 2013, I tried it. Nobody showed up. Nobody, bro. Wow. I posted it on my Facebook. I posted it on my Instagram. I was training and whatever the case may be. Not a single person contacted me, bro. So I said, cool. I was just, and this is why I'm working at Coca-Cola. Right. I just tried it. Let me just put it out there and see if so I can get some traction. Nothing. Okay. So boom, I work, work. Two years later, I'm trying to just figure out what I'm going to do, what I'm going to do, what I'm going to do. So this is 2015. It's 2015 okay. now. It's 2015. Okay. Boom. My homeboy was a broker. Mm-hmm. And you know, I just went to his house one day just to kick it, play a little Madden, whatever the case may be. And I saw what he was doing. And I said, bro, what are you doing? Like, you work from home? Because I just see him answering the phone. I see him on the computer. I'm like, bro, what are you doing? And he started showing me what he was doing. He was like, I'm a freight broker, bro. Like, I talk to customers. I try to get, you know, loads and freight. Okay. I talk to truck drivers to get them to take the load, da, 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 and kind of explained it to me. Yeah. And I said, that's an industry that mm-hmm. it, it's a it's one of them industries that will never die. Cause everything that we have is freight. Everything we got on today, this table, these shoes, yeah. this shirt, this. It came on. It came off of a truck right. at some point. Right. It might have flew, but when it got to it, was, it yeah. got on a truck at Most some definitely. point. So that got me to thinking, and I was like, "Wow!" So boom, I jumped into that. Okay. And I started, you know, dealing with with uh freight, dealing with logistics for two years. Okay. And I was doing well in that. I was killing it. I was winning sales contests on my job, and football just always it just never left mm-hmm. me. I was always still the same. I was just. I had a family. I had to, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm making ends meet. I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. I'm I'm working towards something and something just clicked, man. I, my, my daddy just, he stayed on me about it. And I just said, you know what? This time I'm going to make a post and I'm going to make a video so they can really feel me. You okay. know what I'm saying? Like, because yeah. somebody might see a flyer and be like, yeah, who is that? You right. know what I'm saying? What is that? I see these all the time. People trying to be a trainer. Right. So I got on there. I said, look, I told him who I was, what I was about, and what I was trying to do. And I said, listen, if you're a DB and you need help, just contact me. All you got to do is just try it. And boom. Well, I was training my cousin. I I take that back. I had one person to train. My cousin was playing at Westlake High School at the time. Okay. I was training him. And he was in the same boat I was in. It's crazy. He he grinded grinded. to his senior year. Mm -hmm. Never started. First time starting. And he hit me with the same stuff. Cuz, oh, you think I really... Can do this, you think, am I wasting my time? I'm like, listen, bro, just trust me. All I need you to do is just lock in this whole summer. Just trust me, bro. Just trust me. I'll, if you if you love me, if you really respect me, just trust me. I done been down these, this road not, not long ago. I was down this same road. Okay. So I started training my cousin, and I know that, you know, we were going over some good stuff. Like, it's the workout starting to get good. And I'm like, I told wifey, I'm like, man... You should probably record like just a segment of the workout, just so people can kind of see what we're doing. Okay. And that's how I started. Wow. It started with just, just three, like four that. drills or 10 minutes mm. into entire workouts. You know what mm. I'm saying? But what happened was when I was training my cousin, I started putting that workout. Cause my mindset was, bro, I'm not going in no DMs. I'm not begging nobody to train with me. I'm great. Right. If you can't <laughs> see that I'm great, you foolish. Right. And I told myself, if if the if my way don't work, I go back to my logistics and I'm cool. It wasn't meant. Mm. But the same mindset I had, I said, I'm going to put everything into it. I got cleats on every day. Like, I'm putting my cleats on every day and everybody that come to work with me, I'm working with you. Like, I'm not just going to be the coach yelling at you and telling you, da-da-da, come on, pick it up. I'm right here breathing hard with you. 
Wow. So it's no way you can't get better because I'm in shape too. If you're not in shape, it's going to show. I'm not going to let you lack. I'm not going to let you slack. Right. I'm right here with you. So the first kid that hit me up, Kendall Vildor, George Southern. Mm. First kid that hit I me up. I wanted him the too. First video I posted, Kendall Vildor. Bro, what's good? I see you, you know what you're doing. Like you look like you, I want you to train me. I want yeah. you to be my coach. Yeah. At the time, he a sophomore at Georgia Southern. He needed wow. starting at the time. Mm. You know, he yeah. somewhat getting some playing time. Uh -huh. Bro, I started training Kendall and it was like a snowball. Just snowball, like bro. Like Kendall, Kendall revealed or Rashad Ajay, Dreshawn Miller. The list just started going, bro. Like I can't even name everybody now. It's too many. Yeah, it's too but, many. That's how I got rolling. I don't know if God just had this meant for my life or what, but that's exactly what happened. Kendall hit me. I started working with Kendall. I was still working with my cousin and it just rolled. Boom, 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 boom. First year I worked with Kendall, he was all American. First year I worked with my cousin I was talking about, first team all region, first team all state, full ride to Co uh, Coastal Carolina. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was just like everybody I touched, everybody I was working with, like success was just coming shortly after. Mm -hmm. Even your family, Kristoff, mm -hmm. I worked with him mm -hmm. and he had one of the best seasons he ever had in college. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? It was just like, but I, I found out what it was. I was like, damn near reinventing myself. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? I was teaching them the little things that go over our head. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm like, basically everybody to come to me, bro, you already, God already gave you a certain amount of ability. Let's just tap into the, the, the groundwork, the foundation to make you a solid player so so when the times do get tough and when you get tested you got something to fall back on and you're not winging it like mm -hmm. you're like nah third and short i know what's coming or mm -hmm. is whatever zone coverage i know what i got i know the principles i know the bottom the bottom line day one principles to where i'm never gonna panic i'm always gonna be confident and that's what i was doing wow and i figured you know that's where the success was coming from i'm just teaching discipline i'm teaching structure I'm just teaching your accountability. Really mm -hmm. a lot of things, you know what I'm saying? And mm -hmm. I feel like that's the blessing that come with training with me. You can take this on, bro. Like, it don't gotta just be with football. The things you learn from me, life. you can take it. Thank you. We can take it to life and really do whatever you wanna do with it. You're gonna win if you follow the line though. You know what I'm saying? So two two things I wanna I wanna touch on. You said that you were doing really well with logistics, but that you didn't have that sense of fulfillment. That's right. what it was. He just, right. you had to get into the sports world. Right. I just had no purpose. Right. Like it was cool. I mean, the money was good. It was, it was, it's a great industry. I actually, my DBs, I yeah. tell them if you're going to school and you don't know what to major in, major in logistics, mm. it's a trillion dollar industry. Right. So if you just, if you can just get 1% of that trillion, you good. Family good. <laughs> Everybody good. <laughs> for the rest of your life. You know what I'm saying? For the, for the rest of your life. Like if you, you know, if you, it's a trillion dollar industry that we know for for a fact that it'll never end because like we already spoke about everything coming right. on a truck. So right. if you don't know what to do, that's a very lucrative industry to where you can go to school and actually learn the ins and outs and be well off. seasoned in this. So when you go get a job, you know, oh, boom, I learned this in school. When you get in this situation, blah, 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 blah. You know, versus having to go through it and, and hit the wall like, ah, what do I do now? Right. You're going to have the knowledge because you actually went to school for this certain thing. But yeah, that, like, to answer your question, bro, I just had no purpose in it. Like I was doing well. It was just like, right now I don't feel like I work. And that's powerful. Yeah, I don't feel like I work. Like it's amazing that like I do what I do because I just, I love it so much. Mm. I just can't believe that, I'm, that it's actually, this is what I do for, like, this is how I take care of my family. And it's, wow. you know, and it's, and it's growing faster than I ever thought it would at the, at the time, at the rate that it's growing, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But like I say, man, it's it's it was it's all full circle. My whole life kind of prepped me for it, but yeah, the, the logistics it was great. It was just I had I didn't have that fire burning in me like this. What I do now, bro, I wake up thinking about this. I wake up like you know thinking about how I'm gonna make the next person better. Like how I'm gonna you know make the next day count, make the next day count. Right. And I look forward to just the feedback. Like I, all my DBs, they send me their practice film, they send me their game film. We go over it. You mm -hmm. know, it, I love that. Wow. Cause I know it's like, you know, they they keeping me, they helping me evolve, but at the same time, I'm helping them understand. It's it's like a we both mutual, get, yeah, and it's yeah. and it's a blessing because it's it's work, but it ain't work, right? <laughs> so, right. yeah, man, that's 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 the difference. I give you that. that I, that's what I love about the the sports industry, man. Once you crack the code, you live the dream life. And something else you said, man, as an entrepreneur and just being, you know, in this industry. Um, I wanted to know, do you ever get emotional sometimes just thinking about, hey, 
it just took my wife to videotape this and now I live like this. You know, you ever thought about what if what if she wasn't there that day? Yeah. What if I didn't record it? What if I just stayed doing logistics? You know, like you ever thought about what if you went in another direction? You ever think about like, wow, I all of this because, you know, I stuck with it. Yeah, definitely. I mean, that's a thought, almost a daily thought. Right. You know, when you really sit back and think, you know, things are going well, mm -hmm. you know, you, it's it's a, it's definitely a thought for sure. I mean, without her, I wouldn't. It definitely wouldn't be where it's at today. Let's mm -hmm. be clear. Like I might have been able to, you know, she fast tracked it. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's what she did. Like mm -hmm. I would have been working like the old days if mm -hmm. I didn't have her out there with me mm -hmm. to really enhance it. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? But it happened the way it was supposed to happen. It's a blessing because what people don't know is it ain't always been sweet for us. You know, right. it, it seemed like it's you look on my page online, thousands of followers, thousands mm -hmm. of views. And, mm -hmm. All these famous people comment on my stuff, but it 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 really was like the mud, uh, the real mud. Like mm -hmm. I'm talking about forty degrees raining mud. Mm -hmm. We out there, like mm -hmm. she out there, kids mm -hmm. out there. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like it, it wasn't a, a easy path. Like we jumping gates because we we ain't got enough money to pay for no rent. Wow, to rent a facility, so we. Mm -hmm. Just grinding. Hey, just jump this gate. Hey, had the police come. I'm just telling what it is, bro. We just trying to get better. At the end of the day, yeah. I ain't trying to I ain't trying to ruin their turf. Right. I ain't trying to do nothing but get better. You right. know what I'm saying? And, and she was there the whole time. Like she never complained. She never, you know, made excuses. Mm -hmm. Bro, if the stroller had to get put over the fence, she she doing it. Putting the stroller over the fence. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Like wow. baby's cold, whatever the case may be. I mean, we, you know, we just trying to prep and, and do the best we can. But if they gotta get a little wet, hey, bro, they just gotta get a little wet. Like It'll change, you know. It, we understood that the time we was in was temporary if we stayed together and put, you know, just put forth our best foot. And the time was temporary. I mean, mm -hmm. it didn't last that long, but definitely the business wouldn't be nowhere near where it's at today. I'm, I'm curious, how long have you all been married? Five years, going on six. And when did your business start to take off? Uh, like into the marriage? Probably. What is it? Year. We started in 2017, 2018. Mm -hmm. um, probably 2019. So that would be what? How many years ago? Two years ago? Yeah. So about three years. Two, yeah, two, three years ago. And I say that because I honestly, I just got married last year in September 2020. Congrats. Yeah, appreciate it. And since then, my life has been nothing short of amazing, dog. And I be telling my buddies all the time, I say, hey, man. Getting married is a it's the cheat code, man. You know, because especially when you're a black man trying to build a business and stuff like that, it's hard to do it by yourself. Right. But when you got the right woman, the right partner, significant other, whatever, beside you, for some reason it's just like the universe just clicks. Yeah. So like I was always hitting that glass ceiling. And then I say, you know what? I'm just let me let me just get married. You know, not like 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 that was the last hope. But I say, you know what? Let me do it how they say I should do it. Let me do it the right way. Yeah. I got married and then it's been up ever since. So just hearing your story, I kind of hear it, you know, with mine. I was just like, wow. Like, so that's why I kind of felt you when you said <laughs> just because she took that video. Yeah. You know, if you wouldn't have had her, you wouldn't have been nobody shot the video. Right. So then you stuck in that. At one. that point, I mean, it's all hearsay. Yeah. And I mean. It would have just took, like I said, it she fast-tracked it. Right. Hearsay, it, it may take 10 years. It might have took me 10 years to get to right where I'm at now. Wow. And it's only, what, year four? This 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 January would be year four. Wow. Top of year four. Wow. And wow. I mean, the things we've accomplished, bro. Speaking of that, what is the, the that big moment for you where you just had that aha moment? Like, I can't believe I'm here. I can't believe this is happening to me right now where you just got in the mirror and just thank God. It's like, wow, this, this really, this is real. Uh, it's hard to say. It's hard to say. Uh, I probably say the first, the very first one mm -hmm. was when Dion uh, retweeted one of my videos mm. and pretty much stamped me, bro. Yeah. Like I remember that he pretty much stamped me, bro. Okay. Like I, at that point, like what it, the best player to ever play the position that I'm coaching the goat yeah. is telling you people y'all might want to get with this dude like he knows what he he sound like me yeah and we talking about prime you know what I'm saying like when I saw that I was like yeah it's meant to be because wow. you think about how many videos 
prime go down, go right, past right. every day. Right. And he's never, he's never co-signed Anybody. DB work, especially because he's right. a DB guy. Right. So, you know, they real yeah. specific about, you know, and, you know, putting their name on something. But, bro, he, put, he stamped me, bro. And that was probably the first time I was just like, oh, yeah, it's up. It's up. It's wow. up. Like, I mean, at, at that point, like. Yeah. yeah. Price went up. Bro, you can't you can't pay for that. You really can't pay for that type of publicity. You can't. You know what I'm saying? That would be like Tom Brady stamping a quarterback coach that just started. Right. And everybody like, who is this dude? But they're going to see because it's Tom Brady. And if Tom said it, hey. That's gold. It's final. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's Tom. That's what's up, man. But, but no, nah, it was probably that, that moment right there when I really knew, okay, it's about to take off. And then he sent me a son. Shiloh told me he ne never worked with a DB coach. Never. Wow. In his whole life. And he said his dad saw my work and he just was like, I trust him. So you you coached the GOAT son. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, like shortly after he did that yeah. Twitter post, I was training Shiloh like later that summer. It was wow. like I, if that happened in like January, February. Wow. I was training Shiloh in like July. Wow. So that was that was uh you know that was a that was a big moment for me for sure. But it's so many different milestones because I could tell you one of my times I sat back and was like, wow, like I'm doing it. You mm -hmm. know, it was when uh. Probably this past summer. Cause I mean, I've had guys hit me and come train with me, you know, mm -hmm. big time players. But when you get. I think I know he talking about. When I was down in Texas, when I was down there training all of them at the same time, okay. bro. Okay. Uh, Athletes First, you know, brought me on okay. as, a, as, a, uh, as, a, as a consultant to come train all okay. their DBs. Every, every year they do a, a, something called DB Week. Okay. And they get all the clients. Cause most of, you know, David, I don't know his last name, but. Mulligetta. Yeah. yeah. Most of all his Killing clients it. are DBs. Mm -hmm. um, so he wanted me to, uh, you know, come work them out. He's like, hey man, I want you to come down during these dates. Get with my guys and bro, you got Landon Collins out there. Yeah. You got JC Horn out there. You got mm -hmm. AJ Terrell out there. You got Buddha Baker out there. You got Kenny uh Vaccaro out there. You got uh Sean, uh uh Bates okay. for Cincinnati out there. Just going crazy. You got Elliot the starting safety for the Ravens out there. Mm -hmm. Like, bro, Casey Hayward out there. Like, bro, yeah. list goes on. And that's when I was just like, Cause I got a tradition. You probably know every after every workout, I take a picture. Yeah, it's just a, it's just a moment. Yeah. I, I tell the guys Stamp like, bro, it's just like a good memory. Like we got great work in this day. You know, mm -hmm. let's take a picture. Let's flick up. Just something to look back on. We get old. You know, maybe yeah. anything. You know, just any whatever you want to call it. But for me, it's more so a memory uh, of just that certain day. But when I took that picture and I just looked at all the faces in the picture, yeah, that's when I was like, yeah, he made like these all first round picks, bro. <laughs> yeah. Like. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. and, and and it's just crazy, bro, because the type of people that reach out to me, man, you would think like these people would never reach out, you yeah. know, because I've worked with, you know, Zayvon Howard. I've worked with Jalen Ramsey. I've worked yeah. with Kenny Moore. Mm -hmm. You know, these are all the top players in the game. And you would think like they would be too big, but they to even out. come to me. But, you know, real recognize real, bro. Right. And that's how I view it. Like when people reach out to me and say, bro, how'd you grow your following this big? And how you getting all these people to come train with you? I'm like, bro. If you believe in yourself, act like you believe in yourself and put that work out there and real gonna recognize real. And that's just how I feel. And that's how it's been going for me. So, mm -hmm. you know, that's the only advice that I can give them. Like yeah. I put the work in and, you know, it's a blessing that, you know, I got people like Kirby Smart yeah. reaching out to me and different, you know, all wow. the top tier coaches in the country just wanting to build a relationship with me. And it's just a blessing, bro. Cause I get to give, I get the, I am the person that I needed wow. in high school. You just I said turned something. into that person. Like wow. that's what I did. Wow. Because like we are, like we already spoke about, I didn't really have my my parents. Don't get me wrong, were there to support me, but yeah. they didn't know what to do as far as how do I get him from North Cobb High School to where he want to be. Mm -hmm. And now, I mean, it's there, bro. I mean, it's just keeping it one hundred. Like what, whatever school you you can name, whatever school, bro. I got a contact. They, I've, I've either. Got a player playing there or the coach has already contacted me and, you know, we've already had our, you know, our conversations are just mutual respect conversations. And it's just a blessing, bro, because they trust my judgment. So I can call a coach and prime example, Caleb Downs, mm -hmm. one of the top safety. Well, now is ranked number one safety in the country for the 2023 class, which is the their juniors in high school. 2023. Okay. When he was a sophomore. I, I noticed that Alabama hadn't offered him. You know, he has a pretty good school. From, but for the most part, he had every school except for, like, the top ones. Like, Clemson, they don't offer sophomores, so that made sense. 
He didn't have Bama. I want to say at the time he didn't have maybe like Notre Dame or something like that. Mm -hmm. But everybody else he had. And I'm like, I started seeing Bama on Twitter starting to offer 2023. Okay. So I was just like, I didn't have a contact at Bama. I tweeted him. I said, Bama, I tweeted at Alabama. There's no way you're offering kids in the 2023 class and Caleb Downs don't got an offer. He's the best in the class, period. Mm -hmm. And I just put it like that. It wasn't a disrespect towards Bama. It's just like, bro, now, what are you doing? Now. Like, what are you doing? Like, we in Atlanta, ain't we not in somewhere, some country town you never yeah. heard of. We in the right. A. Right. And next day, DB coach Alabama on my phone, 7 a.m. Wow. He texts me, hey, this is Coach J. Hit me. This Bama. Called him. Got on the phone. He said, hey, man, I saw your tweet. Like, are we missing something? Uh, what's going on? And I told him about Caleb and just the just the type of person he was and, you know, his pedigree and background mm -hmm. and stuff like that. And he said, say no more. Offered him on the spot. Just like that. Just like that. Wow. And I feel like that's my gift from God. Like, mm -hmm. I can get, like, who can really get the attention of the road tie? We talking about road tie, Nick Saban. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. come on now. Right. Like, that's not normal. Right. But, you know, that's just a... a, a Hard work. It's just a, you know, a testament to everything that I put into it and mm -hmm. in my belief. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. People respect what I got to say because they they watch my work. They mm -hmm. they see what's going on, just like everybody else. That's mm -hmm. that's affiliated with what I'm doing. You know what I'm saying? So, um, that's just one of my 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 things. I I feel like it's just meant to be, bro. Like, Wait, well, hey, man, I I love it, man. That and that's why I thought it was important to bring you on because you hit a key point. You turned into the person you needed. Yeah. And that's exactly why I do what I do. I was trying to get internships. You see me, you know. Yeah, grinding. I grinding. grinding. I mean, you pulled up on me. I pulled up on, on you. Field. Yeah. So <laughs> it's like it's it's it was like it was nothing out there for for us, for agents. I said, so you know what? Let me be who I needed. Yeah. And that's what this is Show all about. Roots. And that's why I say, you know, the people and the agents and people in this industry, they need to connect with you. They need to follow you. They need to try to build that relationship because if they are going after a DB or if they are, you know, trying to get into the industry, you're somebody that they need to have on their Rolodex. And that's what this this is, is, is. I bet you do. <laughs> I, bet, I bet you do. But that's, just, that's why I say, you know, we need to get, you know, you know, I didn't just bring anybody on here. This right. isn't, you know, somebody in the back, you know, YMCA. This is, right. you know, the, the the top of the top. Uh, but yeah, man, I know you're a busy guy, man. So I ain't gonna hold you, but I just wanted to know, you know, like, what's something that you want to just leave the people with, um, you know, just to, you know, inspire them or or just leave them with some words. Uh, I probably just leave them with my with what I what I kind of live by. Four uh, D. You'll see me sometimes hashtag okay for the number four and okay. uh, the letter D. And what that means is. Uh, daily discipline determines your destiny. Mm. So I feel like, you know, the things that you do on a daily basis, sooner or later it's going to show. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've been putting this work in since since I was a kid, really. You know, and it prepared me to be in position to of leadership. It right. prepared me to be, you know, the father figure to a lot of the kids, like right. which I am. You know, it prepared me to be a positive role model. It prepared me to have the knowledge in in the awareness to help them pick an agent because okay. I do that a lot. You know, I mm -hmm. help them kind of filter through, you know, see what's what and what mm -hmm. best fit them. Mm -hmm. It gave me that. It, it just built me up to to who I am today. And if I can say nothing else to you, daily discipline determines your destiny. And that's facts. Wow. Hey, All man. right, man. So I know you're a busy guy, so we'll go ahead and get out of here. But before we go, man, I just want you to leave your, your information so that people who want to get in contact with you, that they can reach out to you. Got you. Uh, my under my my Instagram is I underscore am underscore O D three and uh Twitter handle will be exactly the same. And uh truly appreciate you, man. Oh, uh, no doubt, man. Appreciate you coming. Y'all tune in so you got some good stuff for y'all. All right, man. Y'all take care.